Today on the newscast, why Israel's surprise response to a terror attack may have just changed the game in Judea and Samaria. Find out why next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchmen Newscast and welcome to New York City. I'm filming some Watchmen interviews here in the Big Apple today. And as I'm here, we have breaking news. Really, throughout the past few days, we've had a succession of major events in the West Bank, which we call Judea and Samaria, because that's what the Bible calls it. It is the biblical heartland. There has been a terror wave over the past three days that, again, we've documented for you here on the newscast. And the big question we've had has been, how will Israel respond? Well, we got a clue yesterday. It was a surprising response that I believe will leave Palestinian terror groups, Iran-backed Palestinian terror groups, thinking twice and on their heels Potentially, we're going to tell you what Israel did in a second and why it may be a game changer. Before I do, hey, just a quick reminder to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. I've been mentioning that only some 27% of our regular viewers are actually subscribed to the channel. That means 73% of people who watch this channel on a regular basis are not subscribed. Folks, it's real simple. All you have to do is click the subscribe button and also make sure to hit that notification bell. Okay, let's get into it. This all began, this terror wave in Judea and Samaria on Monday, June 19th. As we've been documenting for you here on the newscast, there were major clashes that day in Janine, which is a, a Palestinian Islamic Jihad hotbed clashes between Islamic Jihad and Israeli soldiers and border police in that city. Islamic Jihad planted a roadside bomb which detonated near an Israeli armored vehicle, then opened fire and hurled more explosive devices at Israeli soldiers and border police. Uh, five Israelis at least were wounded in that. Some seven Palestinians were killed as well. Fast forward to Tuesday and we had a horrific terror attack in LE, in the biblical heartland north of Jerusalem. Four Israelis murdered in cold blood by two Hamas terrorists. Hamas claimed responsibility for that attack. And then bring it up to yesterday, Wednesday, June 21st. And this is the game changer, folks. A cell, a three-man terror cell, left Janine which is in the northern West Bank, northern Samaria. Again, I'm sad to say it's long been a trouble spot for terrorism. And Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the Iranian proxy, is the main terror force there. Well, this three-man cell uh, left in a car and opened fire at an Israeli checkpoint. Thankfully, no one was killed or wounded in this terror shooting attack. But as that carload of three terrorists, two were reportedly from Palestinian Islamic Jihad, and the third man may have been from the Al-Aqsa Martyrs Brigade, which is very closely tied to the Fatah movement of Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas. But don't worry, folks. He is a moderate. He is Israel's partner for peace, or not. But I digress. This three-man cell, Islamic Jihad, and reportedly Al-Aqsa Martyrs Brigade, they were targeted suddenly and surprisingly by an Israeli drone. 
and they were eliminated as they left the scene of this shooting attack. Now you might say, well, Israel uses drones on a regular basis. What's the big deal? Well, folks, this was the first time in 17 years that Israel carried out a deadly airstrike in the West Bank. Yes, Israel uses drones frequently in Gaza or in southern Lebanon, perhaps in Syria, of course. But in the West Bank, Judea, and Samaria, Israeli airstrikes have been exceedingly rare, really since the Second Intifada, which raged in places like Jenin between 2000 and 2006. Now, this is two Israeli airstrikes in the West Bank in the span of three days. On Monday, during that clash I mentioned between Israel and Palestinian Islamic Jihad terrorists in Jenin, an Israeli Apache helicopter fired missiles below. The main reason for that was to enable the Israelis who were wounded in those clashes to be evacuated. But nonetheless, missiles fired in Jenin. Number one, when something doesn't happen for 17 years, I'd say that's pretty surprising. And by the way, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu referenced that drone strike today, and he said the same thing. He said, quote, we are always surprising. And Islamic Jihad knows that better than anyone. Last month, as we detailed for you here on the newscast, when Palestinian Islamic Jihad fired some 100 rockets plus into Israel, there was no Israeli response. The rockets fired from Gaza, of course, which is Islamic Jihad's main power base. There was no Israeli response at first. And then five days later, Israel unleashed massive airstrikes, eliminating at least five top Palestinian Islamic Jihad commanders. So Israel certainly is known for the element of surprise. That's why this was a major event, number one. But secondly, and perhaps more importantly, this could establish deterrence for Israel. What do I mean by that? The big question I had, again, over the past few days was, this is a terror wave, clearly, and Iran, more on that in a minute, has clearly set its sights on the West Bank, Judea, and Samaria, and turning it into a new terror front. So my question was, how will Israel respond? And now we see the element of surprise here, and the element, look, of a terror cell always looking over their shoulders in the skies above, looking for a drone, that is not a comforting thought for the likes of Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad. I can tell you folks in Afghanistan in particular with U.S. forces and Iraq as well, whether it's Al-Qaeda or ISIS, they had been constantly looking over their shoulders into the skies, constantly not, not only looking but listening for the sound of unmanned aerial vehicles, drones in the skies above, which were used by the U.S. many times to lethal effect, including in January 2020 in Iraq with the demise of the not-so-dearly-departed Iranian terror master Qasem Soleimani. So is Israel now going to create that kind of climate in the West Bank, Judea, and Samaria? where perhaps Islamic Jihad or Hamas or the Al-Aqsa Martyrs Brigade, perhaps they are much more hesitant to carry out an attack because they're not just going to be engaging with Israeli soldiers or border police on the ground in a firefight, but they'll be targeted from above with great precision by an Israeli drone. Over the years, look, Israel has been, I hate to frame it like this, but a training lab in, in view of the terrorist 
for various methods of terror, whether it's suicide bombings, terror tunnels, mass shootings, mass stabbing attacks, plane hijackings in years past. Sadly, the list goes on. It always seems to hit Israel first before terrorists employ these tactics on a global basis. Well, here's the good news. Israel consistently has been able to adjust. During that second intifada that I mentioned between 2000 and 2006, we saw waves of suicide bombers crossing from Palestinian areas into Israel proper. Then Israel built a security barrier and those suicide bombings ceased. Think of the terror tunnels being dug from Gaza into southern Israel. Israel also built a massive barrier there that reaches deep underground along the border with Gaza. So the terror tunnels for now have been largely neutralized, although Hamas and Islamic Jihad continue to dig them in Gaza, no doubt. What I'm saying is this, that Israel has dealt with so many methods of terror that it has to find ways to adapt and adjust. And perhaps what we saw yesterday with the drone strike is a new level from the Israel Defense Forces in getting this thing under control in Judea and Samaria before it spirals out of control any further. Last point on that, I mentioned Iran. The head of the snake, folks, resides in Tehran. Whether it's Islamic Jihad, Hamas, these groups are Iranian proxies, and it's no coincidence that in the past week, leaders from Islamic Jihad and Hamas were in Tehran meeting with the leadership of the Iranian regime and quite literally getting their marching orders from their masters in Tehran, who, by the way, and not coincidentally, mentioned on a few occasions during these meetings, this terror summit, that the West Bank, as they call it, is going to be a place where they ramp up activity, and lo and behold, what have we had over the past few days exactly that. Folks, we're keeping a very, very close eye on this as the dust settles from this drone strike, and we'll see what the days uh, forthcoming bring. Keep it right here for all the latest news that matters to you from the world's most volatile and strategic region, the Middle East. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast from New York City. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.